Coming up, the Sharks get a shutout and the Red Wings go on a scoring streak against the Ducks. This is Locked On Game to Game NHL. Every game, every team, every angle. Locked On Game to Game, your team every day. Welcome in. You're listening to Locked On Game to Game NHL. Local experts taking you through the biggest stories on the ice. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every weekday. Make sure you subscribe to Locked On NHL on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts from. In San Jose, the Sharks got 31 saves from James Reimer in a shutout over the Flyers. Philly fans had a ton to be happy about on Sunday, but Locked On Flyers still has critiques after the loss and Locked On Sharks goes over the win. The San Jose Sharks win three to nothing over the Philadelphia Flyers. I'm JD Young of Locked On Sharks. The Sharks finish up their road trip with a three nothing win over the Philadelphia Flyers. James Reimer earning the shutouts and a game where the Sharks were able to exercise a little bit of their second period demons. Um, scored two goals to take a two nothing lead after the second period a period where the sharks have been thoroughly dominated throughout the entire contest so um good for the sharks to try to get on the board there and try to kind of turn some of their issues around but just one game in in what's been a very slow start for the sharks so um happy flight for the sharks as they now head home to take on vegas on tuesday so we'll have a full breakdown of this game and the devil's game on your next episode of locked on sharks Russ Cohen here from the Locked On Flyers podcast. Flyers lose a disappointing effort, 3 nothing to the San Jose Sharks. Uh, Felix Sandstrom had a good game. It wasn't his fault. Stopped over 29 shots. But it's just one of those games where the Flyers were losing puck battles. They were uh, Their zone exits were bad. The, uh, the Sharks had the puck. Good stretches of the game. Kept the Flyers' defense out there too long. Kept some of their... Forwards out there too long because of puck possession. John Tortorella basically stapled Kevin Hayes and Travis Konecki to the bench in the third period. Not sure why, but I'm sure he'll say say why post game. And uh, this was one where the Flyers have to kind of go back to the drawing board. They got a few days to do it, and we'll see what they can do. Catch us on the podcast. The Red Wings scored four unanswered goals to put away the Ducks yesterday. Locked on Reds and Ducks tell you how Detroit made outplaying Anaheim look really easy. Scotty, the Red Wings won 5-1 to one over the Anaheim Ducks. They're now 3-0-2 to start the season. What did we see in this game that really stood out to us? I, I mean, I think the biggest takeaway is comfortably the special teams. The power play looked the best it has, not only all this season, but some of the best it's looked in seasons. I mean, that's one of the best power play performances by a Red Wings team we've seen in a very long time. And the penalty kill continues to stay hot as well, off to a, a incredible start to the season. So the special teams just being comfortably better than it was last season when it was some of the worst in the NHL. And it has been like that for the last couple of years. So really nice to see. But yeah, I thought the offense at even strength looked pretty good, got shots off. Uh, defensively, I thought they looked pretty solid. Goaltending was good. Yeah, but I, I think easily the biggest takeaway is just how strong the special teams look. Three power play goals. Dominic Kubalik with eight points in five games as well. Phenomenal. We'll talk about five, all that man. on Monday's episode of Lockdown Red Wings. Another bad outing results in the Ducks going winless on their five-game road trip. Salutations, everyone. J.D. Hernandez present from Locked On Anaheim Ducks. What more can I say? Sunday's game was a disappointing effort all around. 
as the Ducks fall to the Detroit Red Wings 5-1 at the Pizza Box. The lone bright spot was the top line once again. Trevor Zegras scored, and Troy Terry picks up another point. However, the Ducks' troubling trend of allowing too many shots reared its ugly head once again. This time, they allowed a whopping 41 shots on goal, leading the league in that category. The Ducks are also near the bottom of the league in penalty kill percentage. Sunday, they allowed the Motown Club to score not one, not two, but three. Three power play goals from Dylan Larkin, Dominic Kubelik, oh yeah, and former Duck David Perron. Also, John Gibson looked pretty pissed off, especially when he got two penalties against him in the first. Even worse, Anaheim did squat on their own 5-on-3, but enough about that. Tune into the next edition of Locked on Anaheim Ducks for more on this Ofer road trip. Anders Lee provided all of the Islanders offense on Sunday, and it wasn't enough to beat the Panthers in South Florida. Locked on Islanders tells you who else needs to step up for New York. It's a familiar refrain, but the Islanders just didn't have enough offense to get the job done. Gil Martin of Locked On Islanders here. Islanders fall to the Florida Panthers 3-2. They go 0-2 on their Florida road trip this weekend, losing both games to backup goalies. Both Islander goals came on the power play. And 5-on-5, five five, this team is simply not creating enough scoring opportunities to win hockey games. Now, they did have... 25 shots on goal, but not a lot of quality scoring chances. And five on five, just not enough to get the job done. And when you fall behind early, one nothing in the first minute, and you're offensively challenged, that puts you behind the eight ball right away. This team needs to get its offense going five on five, or it could be a very long season on Long Island. For more, listen to the Locked On Islanders podcast with me, Gil Martin, wherever you get podcasts and on YouTube. The New York Rangers end the weekend with a rough loss to the Blue Jackets in the Garden. After giving up five goals, Locked on Rangers says New York should have put somebody else in net. I am not sure why Yaroslav Halak started that game for the New York Rangers tonight. What is going on, everybody? This is John Chick with Locked on New York Rangers. The Rangers just wrapping up a really rough uh, 5-1 to one home loss to the Columbus Blue Jackets. And let me preface everything that I'm about to say by explaining that uh, this loss is not entirely on Yaroslav Halak. There were not a whole lot of Rangers that had good nights. Uh, but with that said, and, you know, I, I should also mention that I really like Gerard Gallant, and he does a great job with his team and everything. Don't understand the decision to go with Yaroslav Halak instead of Igor Shesterkin tonight. You are coming off of a rough performance. Uh, you have a chance to bounce back, and I would think you would want to go with your Vesna winning goalie to do that, especially when you consider that uh, the Rangers, after tonight, they're going to have a back-to-back against the Avalanche and the Islanders on Tuesday and Wednesday, respectively. So that being the case, you know Halak is going to play one of those two games. I don't really know what the point of playing him was in this game here tonight. He had a rough night. Wasn't the only reason that the Rangers lost. There's plenty more to talk about. We will get into all that on the next episode of Locked On New York Rangers. Do not miss it. That's all for today on Locked On Game to Game NHL. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. Make sure you subscribe to Locked On NHL and your favorite team's Locked On podcast, on YouTube, and wherever else you get your podcasts from. I'm Kainani Stevens. This has been Locked On Game to Game.